Thursday. Where has the week gone, dude? It's flying out here. We're already at Thursday. I don't know about you guys, but it seems like this week um, is just flying by. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. It seems like, uh, you know, you kind of want, it's nice to get close to the weekend and then do nothing. <laughs> but it's also, yeah, I don't know. You, do you want to, do you want to miss your whole life? Cause every week just flew by and now you're a hundred happy birthday. Now you're a hundred. So big things are happening this week though. First of all, updates on gorilla glue girl. She finally got fixed. There's this plastic surgeon who is also a chemistry major. And this guy, man, I watched the video and it's like, he just broke it down. He goes, all right, what's gorilla glue made of? Okay. Every substance can be broken down. I'm going to find the correct chemicals to offset these London forces, these dipole dipole bonds. I'm trying to rehash what I learned in uh, chemistry right now. The uh, valence levels. <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, he did it. He came out with it. And you know what? First of all, shout out to that guy. That's entrepreneurship in its finest. He goes, here's an opportunity. I'm going to hop on this. I'm going to be the guy that solves the problem. And he was able to, I guess, solve her hair. And then the weird twist, the weird, apparently weird twist with all of this is there was a blogger, apparently, who's been talking some smack, okay? There's some. There's a blogger who's accusing the gorilla hair girl of making it up, making the whole story up. And that's fine. I, you know, you realize one of the things with being in the public eye, and I've experienced this on a very, like a small level, that as soon as you put yourself out there, somebody is going to come through and just be like, no, it just happens, dude. I mean, imagine you have to think about when you go in the public eye, I mean, on her level, right? Imagine she is in the public eye in front of millions of people, right? So imagine you've gone to a hockey game or football game that's between 20 to 40,000 people. Now imagine that times, you know, 20, there's that many people sitting in their seats, looking at one person. There's going to be just a certain percentage of people who are, as we like to call, haters, and they serve up that hater rate. No matter what's going on. I mean, dude, you look at YouTube videos, it's so crazy. You can literally, there is no YouTube video that doesn't have dislikes. And you go, why? You could literally see a YouTube video of a soldier coming home and meeting a puppy and saving a puppy and then walking a blind senior citizen across the street. And then at the end of the video, they donate a million dollars to children and there's going to be dislikes. And it's like, people just have to do it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's like somebody, there's a certain amount of people out there who just have to dislike stuff. And it really, I mean, it's their own issue, but so some hater, there was a hater on the gorilla goo, gorilla, gorilla glue hair lady, and they said she made it up. Now, here's the weird part. Then she sent a cease and desist from her manager. And dude, that blew my mind. It's like your manager, your manager for what? Are you going to parlay this into some type of, uh, 
entertainment career. Like, I have no idea what that even means. That's the weird thing with, you know, some of the stuff happens and it's kind of the, the weirdest thing to watch, right? Like you see these kids who like the, the apparently kid I've referenced him every single episode of this podcast. I've literally referenced him every single episode, apparently, apparently, and they end up going on Ellen. And you know, what's so, what's weird to me is like, and maybe some people do, but it's like, just to just acknowledge that that's your moment. This is your moment and just be happy with that's all it's going to be. It's it. And that's completely fine. You're the apparently kid. It's cute for two seconds. You go on Ellen and then that's it. But I feel like everyone then tries to parlay it into some type of entertainment career. And then, yeah, you get a manager. What is the manager for Gorilla Glue Lady doing? You have a manager? For what? In case you put more glue in your hair? <laughs> like, dude, you go meet with some management agency and they're like, all right, tell us what you're interested in. Tell us what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I um, I put a, like, the one of the strongest adhesives in the world into my hair. And so, anyway, it went viral and I don't know. I just think, like, we can build off of this. I think that it's like, what else can I put in my hair? Could I do Gorilla Glue for, Gorilla Glue for 30 days? Could I put eggs in my hair, right? And then these managers, because they just get commissioned, they go, oh, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I had another client who had a bit of a hair thing. And yeah, I think you should sign this agreement. <laughs> I don't know. That that stuff is so strange to me. And everyone, they, they always tried to do it, right? Like, the I think it feels like the thing back in the day was getting a record deal. I don't know why I'm even remembering this, but it feels like the big thing was like, oh, you got a record deal, right? American Idol, you got a record deal. And then where did they all go? Remember that kid who sang in Walmart? Dude, this is the craziest story. Okay, so there's the kid who sang in Walmart. Hold on, hold on. Let's pull him up real quick. Okay, so by the way, I just went into YouTube and I, I'm i telling you, I put W-A. W-A. And immediately it was like, Walmart yodeling kid? So dude, I, here's the thing. I don't know if my house, I don't know if the computer, I don't know if my phone, my hat, my socks, something is listening to me. Something around here is feeding information about me to YouTube, to Google, to Instagram, to TikTok. And you know what? I don't even care. In a super weird way, I'm like, you know what? Whatever, dude. Because yes, it's an invasion of privacy. And it's creepy that someone's always listening to you. But then on the other hand, you go, it also saved me time. Typing in Walmart yodeling kid into YouTube because it literally let me just do WA and then he popped up. So I'm going to play this video and see if you guys remember. And then I have the craziest story about this guy because I actually, <laughs> dude, I not only did I go to him like him live, I bought tickets to this kid performing. So here we go. Here's Walmart yodeling kid. See if you remember this. This was big um, 2018. Oh. 
You hear that? All right, that's enough of that. So that's Mason Ramsey. Now, he literally, I'm talking, they they put him in Walmart. He's at the end of the, what is this aisle? This is interesting too. Let's zoom in here. Let's see what this is. Because maybe the aisle is relevant. Looks like printer paper. Yes. Oh, no, no. Spill cleanup station. He's in aisle J8. He's at the end of the aisle J8 spill cleanup station. And homeboy, as I like to say, starts yodeling. He's got a cute little outfit on. He's got a bow tie, white dress shirt, belt, belt buckle. He's got his boots on. He goes, starts yodeling at the end of this aisle. And it has 78 million views. So, Here's what's crazy about this whole thing. And this is why it's one of the weirdest times ever to be alive is because someone in his house, his parent, probably his mom said, Hey, you yodel real good. Now, Mason, when you first started yodeling, the first thing I thought was, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You need to go to school, get ready to go work in the coal mine. But then you kept yodeling. And one day, we had a spill in our house. We did a big spill. And I went I went to Walmart. I was looking for a cleanup kit in in an aisle J8. And you what's so weird is I found some cleanup stuff and then the second thing I thought was this would be a great place for a little concert. Because the everyone knows the acoustics in Walmart are perfect. And there's people with shopping carts. Who isn't going to pull over? And by the way, this strategy is so genius for so many reasons. And the number one reason is because almost everyone in Walmart has nothing else to do. And that's what ties this whole thing together. That we need to understand is that if you've been to Walmart, and I've talked about how I shop before, and how I shop is get it done. When I shop, I go, here's the thing I need. I'm going to go get that. And then I get out and you realize that 97% of people that are in there have nothing to do. And they just walk around and they look at stuff and they find, they, they go there with no list and they figure out, well, the store will tell me what to buy. And that's where this Mason's mom is a genius. Because she realized, hey, Walmart, everyone in there, nothing to do today. They're bored. That's why they're here, going down the aisles. So let's dress Mason up in his cute little outfit, get him to do his yodels that he does so well. And there's no way we could put on a concert for upwards of 6 to 13 people. And that's exactly what happened. 78 million YouTube Views. I have been doing stand up comedy for 10 years. And I think my highest viewed video is a hundred and something thousand views. And that was material that I tried for years and I honed and I wrote and I booked myself at a comedy club and I worked myself up through the ranks to be on stage to perform that and I filmed it and we edited it and we put it on YouTube and this this guy Mason Raymond goes to Walmart and he goes to the aisle J8 not even aisle A1 
A2, J8. Where the f is that? That's the, the middle of the alphabet. It's the middle of the numbers. It's not even a prime location in Walmart. And this guy puts on a little concert and it's enough. It is enough to get this viral video. You never know what's going to go viral. And so he does this, uh, the, the yodeling, gets him on Ellen. Kid blows up. In fact, I'm looking at his Ellen appearance, 26 million views right now. Insane. And so what's funny about this is that he actually came to the Calgary Stampede two years ago when he was huge. And he performed. Now, the Calgary Stampede is a festival every year. Festival. That's a nice way to put it. It's like a big thing that we do every year in Calgary. Huge. Hundreds of thousands of people come. Uh, just a huge thing. Think of it as like a big fair that we do in Calgary. And uh, he came here and he, he performed in one of the venues for like, I don't know, 30,000 people. And I, as I say that, I realize I definitely exaggerated that a ton. 10,000 people. But... I had a guy on the inside told me he got paid $10,000 for that appearance. So now he blows up and his family just flies him around the country making 10 grand at a time. And he had to come on stage. Now, here's what's so crazy about this. This little kid, Mason Ramsey, is a kid. So he's probably seven years old, something like that. Like he's a child. So when he performed at the Stampede, he actually legally was not allowed to unless he had an adult with him, a handler with him. So I remember watching him come on stage. And of course, everyone goes crazy because, you know, they're drunk and it's this, you know, sort of, how do I put it? Like sensational thing to see this kid who's been on Ellen, all that type of stuff. It's, it's in the ether of the internet. He comes on stage and... There had to be, what I realized was there's there was a guitar player who went up with him. And the guitar player, I, I could tell, was conscious of always being very close to him. And I realized the reason for that was because he had to have, I, I found this out later, but he had to have a an adult and a guardian within, I think, six feet of him. Which, in these COVID times, it's crazy to think about because you're supposed to have even your loved ones six feet away from you. But remember, before this virus took over our world, we, we used to be able to be around people. And so, yeah, he had to have a handler like six feet within, uh, within like close to him, within six feet. And so that was the whole thing. And this handler, he walked on stage with him. He walked off stage with him. You could actually see his parents beside the stage cheering for him. It was kind of a cool thing. And he played like three songs. By the way, one of his songs is actually pretty good. Hold on, let's play a little snippet. Okay, that's a great song. That is a great song. The only issue is, and I think it's pretty obvious here, we got a, dude, we got a seven-year-old singing about being in love. So I don't know who wrote the song for him, but it's like, 
hey, how many um how many eight year olds do you see getting married? How many um nine year olds do you see buying a house together because they're so in love? That's the one thing we're like, all right, dude, what's going on here? You're singing about being in love. The song is really good. Like it's catchy. And now that I've heard it, and now that you've heard it. You will be in our heads for the rest of the day. If I'm going to be famous for something, I want to be famous for loving you. So I do. I really like the overall song, but the message is a little bit ridiculous coming from a seven-year-old. That's like, if I'm going to apply for a mortgage, <laughs> I hope I have 20% as a down payment. Because you know it's all about the down payment. If I'm going to go for financing, I hope that my monthly is small. <laughs> like, honestly, isn't that the same shit? If you heard a seven-year-old singing about a mortgage, you'd be like, all right, this is a little bit ridiculous, bro. But <laughs> anyway, I cannot make fun of it because that song is actually really good. And uh, it is, it's so funny to think I actually bought a ticket and went to a concert by this guy and he performed. Now it wasn't long. It was like 12 minutes cause he did three songs, but yeah, that's the weird stuff with the, I don't know these, the, I guess he did milk it in the right way. Cause he probably made a ton of money and um, he'll probably resent his parents forever. Cause I bet they took all of it, but in a weird, I mean, I guess it helped his family. I don't know. But yeah, dude, I don't know about that stuff. Like when you put Gorilla Glue in your hair and then you have a manager, it just seems like, I don't know, man. That's, it seems like that doesn't exist as much in Canada. Do you know what I mean? Like Canada up here, it's like, I feel like we have stuff that goes viral and everyone's just like, okay, that's my moment right on. That's it. Whereas, I don't know, sometimes I feel like when that happens, people try to milk it. And they're like, just acknowledge it. There's nothing sadder than when you're 15 minutes of fame, you try to milk it for more than that. And you're like, no, dude, we like the one thing. Don't keep going, right? You know what I mean? It was like, um, what's a good example of that? I think like uh, Octomom, right? Remember that? That was the lady who had eight kids. But the problem is she starts getting some notoriety and some attention for having eight kids. And then it becomes this like, dangerous feedback loop where she's like, oh, I'll just have more kids. I'll do a bunch of weird stuff. I think she actually did like a, a sex tape, which is absolutely insane. So all I'm saying, and I, <laughs> I, I feel like that's funny because no one listening, including myself, like no one listening is like, oh, how should I handle this right now? But listen, dude, if you ever blow up and you ever go on Ellen, just enjoy it and acknowledge this is my moment. Take it in. And then let it go away gracefully and continue your life as normal. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't have to milk all this stuff and turn into and go get a manager because you put Gorilla Glue in your hair. And that's the motto. That is the ultimate lesson of today's episode. If you put Gorilla Glue in your hair, that's what it is. And let it be, as Paul McCartney would say, as Paul McCartney would say, I don't know why I butchered that for a second. As Paul McCartney would say, let it be, dude. Let it be. And there it is. Happy Thursday. Oh my God. Tomorrow's Friday already. Ugh, we're almost through this week. I can't believe it. I'm excited. 
Thank you guys very much again, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Of course, for TGIF. See you guys then. Bye-bye.